Welcome back, Islanders, to Fantasy Island. Today, we're going to do a little bit of week one fantasy over and under reactions. This one is going to be where I'm going to throw out some headlines. They're going to be a little bit triggering for you guys, but that's what it's intended to do. I'm going to throw it out to King. I'm going to throw it out to Bombo, and let's see what they have to say. Is that going to be an over or under reaction? We know week one's always crazy in the NFL, especially in fantasy. So let's go ahead and get at it. I'm going to go ahead and throw it out to King first. King, your over or under reaction to this headline, Anthony Richardson will be the most productive fantasy cue from this year's rookie class. I don't think it's an overreaction. I think it, it might be on point. They're going to run a lot of plays for him, and especially running plays. And I think that's what we saw, too. They're not going to be worried about the absence of Jonathan Taylor, you know, at least in the near future. But the problem was, and I'm pretty sure you guys watched the game, same as me, he took some big shots. And he took one big shot down on the goal line. And, man, this kid, I, he's not going to be able to take it. He's a big dude. He's a man. But it, it's the NFL, bro. And the other guys that are hitting him are bigger. And they're stronger and they're faster. So I am i don't think it's going to be an overreaction because I think the class is a little bit weak. I think the only one that would really challenge him would be Bryce Young. I don't think that, you know, the other one, C.J. Stroud, obviously Will Levis probably won't even get a chance to play unless they start, you know, doing really crappy. But I just don't think that points-wise in fantasy or anything else is really going to be able to compete because they're not running Bryce Young the same way as Anthony Richardson. Anthony Richardson will have the opportunity to score running, rushing touchdowns on a regular basis that'll make him much more fantasy viable and i think going forward even though if his passing is a little bit suspect the rushing is going to make up for it a la somebody like justin fields last year where his passing was a little bit horrific and his rushing and his legs carried him to a top five fantasy quarterback you know breaking records doing everything else so i think it's going to be very similar to that until he gets the hang of throwing the ball a little bit better but Remember, who's over there now is Shane Steichen. And Steichen's a pretty good offensive mind from Philadelphia, so it's he's going to ease him into it. I saw that a little bit. I, I know he's working with him and yelling at him on the sidelines. Like, dude, get down. Slide. Because he's just getting ripped. He got ripped at least three times that I saw, and one time really bad. So I hope the kid stays upright and he could last the season. The more reps he gets, the better he'll be faster, if that makes sense. But I don't think it's an overreaction. And I like the fact that, you know, he really he tried to ball out. He did everything he did. He wasn't overwhelmed with the moment on Sunday. You know, I think the, the kid in Houston, C.J. Stroud, looked like a deer in the headlights for the first half. He was just lost. You know, but Anthony Richardson, he was a little bit lost, but he steered himself back. But it's just, it's, it's big for these guys right now. I still think the, the most polished quarterback out of the class is Bryce Young. But definitely, I, I can see Anthony Richardson being the class of this, at least this year's draft class. He's, he's going to be the top guy. King, all I can remember is when I saw him get ear hold at the goal line was you saying about Tua Taco Tuesday. What day is it, kid, when he got up all wobbly? You know, he was his, his knees were all wobbling and he was messed up. Yeah, and tell me they didn't really check him for a concussion at that point. They probably just said, hey, kid, are you okay? Yeah. Okay, go sit down. We're not even going to check you they didn't want him to come out of the game at that point. Exactly. All right, Bombo, we got a headline for you. 
So your headline is, has Ayuk taken over the wide receiver one spot in Frisco? I think that what that question was answered uh, towards the yep. tail end of last year uh, when Brock Purdy started getting into his groove. Uh, Brock Purdy threw for uh, 100, and I want to say his passer rating was 158 when targeting Ayuk this past Sunday. That's as perfect as you can get. So he's no longer, I wouldn't call him a security blanket for Purdy. He's getting targeted. He's, he, as long as Purdy is the quarterback, Brandon Ayuk is the number one wide receiver for San Francisco 49ers. It's a high powered offense that moves the ball and has a great offensive line. And it's pick your poison when you go against San Francisco. You want to double Debo? Do you want to sneak that safety over the top for Kittle? Do what you want. But even, if he's double team, I still see Brock Purdy throwing it to AU because he's getting open. AU physical profile is exactly the same as Jamar Chase's. And we're talking about Jamar Chase's. He's as a top three wide receiver in the league. Runs just as fast, runs routes just as crisp, and has the hands. He had his bumps and bruises in San Francisco. I think we remember when AU was in the doghouse. Um, he was buried in the depth chart. But you know what? He stayed with the organization. He never requested a trade. He never bitched and moaned. All he did was do what they told him to do, and it's paying off. So 100%, not only is Ayuk the number one ride receiver in San Francisco, it's time to start talking about Brandon Ayuk as a as a floor wide receiver too, possibly, possibly wide receiver one, uh, depending on how these other guys that were drafted ahead of him pan out. So as of right now, I mean, we can just go down the list, gentlemen. I mean. Brandon Ayuk is definitely more valuable right now to your fantasy team than Cooper Cup. It's not his fault, right? Injuries happen. But if you can do it all over again, I think Ayuk would be jumping up draft boards. And some of these other guys that have more draft pedigree would probably be left in the wayside on some third or fourth round stuff. Wow, Bombo. That's a, that's a good one. I, I like it. I'm with you on that one. I like me some Ayuk. I, think, I like the way they're using him. Debo just doesn't seem to be getting any kind of good looks right now. We'll see how the rest of the season pans out. All right, King. Next headline for you, over or under reaction, and that's Cheetah will overtake Justin Jefferson as the number one fantasy wide receiver when it's all said and done at the end of 2023. I don't think it's an overreaction. I think it was, you know, three guys that were on the top of the class and either any one of those three were, were good picks. You know, but before I get into that, T, can I over or underreact to you and Bombo's headlines and reactions? Or am I just stuck on mine, dude? Because, I mean, I, I don't know, man. Do you, okay, I just want to throw something back out a little bit, man. Bombo, do you think Ayuk's really going to be consistent? I mean, because, right, every year he's supposed to step up. And it just seems like Debo just breaks out every year and he proves himself like I'm the guy here still. You think Ayuk can do that now? I think Purdy and him have a little bit different rapport than maybe Debo does with Purdy? Or what makes you think that so much? I feel like the difference with Ayuk this year is the consistency of the quarterback position, uh, definitely his connection with Brock Purdy, and him just taking that extra step and showing it on the field and getting past everything that was holding him back. No, and I, I agree. You know, and I, I think he's got the, the athletic talent to do it you know and obviously i think that's sort of one of the reasons why san francisco made sure he was there but getting back to my question man of course cheetah could be the number one guy dude that's easy dude <laughs> i drafted him number one in like three leagues i didn't even take justin jefferson because I, I got one word for you bro 
because you know what, man, he's my boy. And even though I'm putting his name in my mouth, it's a good thing. My boy Tua. Tua for MVP, dog. I'm already pumping that after week one. That guy, if he can stay upright with the coach and the offensive system they have and those weapons, wow. I mean, look at him before he started getting Taco Tuesday last year. You know, I mean, he was on a roll, man. He had big numbers. So it's like, you know, yeah, definitely. Tyreek Hill can put up any number. He can beat any. Okay, let me let me go back. I'm not going to say that. I was going to say he can beat any defensive scheme. There are a couple of schemes that just shut him down a little bit. And I'm going to say one of the things that happened this week that didn't happen last year, and I was a little bit afraid of it because I put my nuts out there with Tyreek Hill last week, was the teams that dropped those linebackers right into that middle gray area fucks up Miami. And when they disguise it and they're just running their regular crossing routes, that's all Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill run. They run different forms of crossing routes at different levels. So when they fuck those levels up, it messes up their timing and everything else. That's when they have those bad games. So it's not even necessarily like these guys are covering them. They're just in those windows. So it's like, fuck, you know what I mean? I was thinking that too, but that can happen. But I think the coach got a little better this year. And he's got a little bit of some backup plans to, you know, a little, you know, sideways stuff there to mess them up a little bit and get back on track. Because I think the Chargers knew what they did last year to shut them down, and they tried it this year. And look what happened. My boy got 200 yards. So definitely, I think Cheetah, to me, is always, has been, since he was the last couple of years in Kansas City, and still is the number one receiver to me. And it didn't skip a beat with Tua because he's just that good. Well, hope, hopefully for your sake and for all the fantasy owners' sake, uh, you know, Taco Tuesday doesn't actually happen this year and Tua balls out so Cheetah can ball out. All right, this is our last over and under reaction. This one's going to go to Bombo. Bombo, is it Zach Wilson's time to shine? What a game we had Monday where we saw Zach Wilson come in for the injured Aaron Rodgers and then win on the walk-off punt return from the star of Hard Knocks. Who's writing this script, he? And I know that what we want to see is Zach Wilson come in and ride off into the sunset. We want to see him do the any given Sunday and win it for himself and win it for his image and then demand a trade at the end of the year leaving the Jets high and dry and wondering what's going to happen with Aaron Rodgers' future. I just don't see it happening just because how deflated everybody looked on that sideline. I mean, the stadium got quiet. There's nothing going on. The coach's body language was, was all jacked up. Now, the difference between, and I'm going to go back to San Francisco last year, when we saw Trey Lance go down in that game, it was a little bit different. Everyone, if you remember, Everyone was cheering because, A, he got up and they were able to get him off the field, but then they were bringing in Jimmy G. That's how you rally around a, a backup quarterback. And I think the players are a direct reflection of what the ownership and front office have done when it comes to Zach Wilson. And that is told him that you're just not it right now. And as far as I'm concerned, we're still in right now. So I don't think the, the organization has his back. They're going to say everything that they can and give you the politically correct answers. They're not going to you know, bury the kid. They're going to do what they got to do. They're looking and there, there's probably some moves that are going to get made just because there's too much talent for there to be a game manager that turns the ball over. You know, I, I tend to believe that too, Bombo. Um, 
you know, it's just kind of weird what's going to happen over there with that whole situation. You know, you got A.A. Ron coming out today at the time of we're recording this and he's over there, you know, flipping the script and he's saying, don't worry, I'm going to be back. And, you know, he's like, oh, I let Zach down and all this type of stuff. So, I mean, he's saying the right things, but that's not the A.A. Ron we know. The, the A.A. Ron we know is a D-bag, you know, and, and he says all the wrong things at every single instant. So it's going to be interesting. It's going to be, uh, like you said, who scripted this? It's going to be drama for the rest of the season. So just follow this script and just pay attention to this. I mean, we want to be able to, to, to highlight some positives just in case there's a flip side to that story. You guys watch a lot of football. I'll ask you right now, can you guys let me know a couple of things that Zach Wilson does well? He can throw the ball far. He's good with MILFs. I was going to say he bangs his mom's <laughs> girlfriend. I was going to go ahead. Guys, he needs like three or four wives. He went to BYU. Come on, man. That's yeah. true. He took that his sophomore year. Little polar you be sprinkled yeah. in. Yeah. Come on, man. What, what can he do? Well, who threw that out? Why, why are you guys dogging on Big Zach? And he's future there. <laughs> what are you talking about? Not being a Jet fan, I'm fine with that. With him being okay. that future. I'm okay. okay here's a that. question to both you guys. Who was a bigger whiff? Zach Wilson, Trey Lance. Trey Lance, for sure. Absolutely. They traded two number Trey one Lance. picks and then swapped back yeah. for that guy. And the guy started, what, a total of three games? Four? Yeah, I think it's just a number two slot in the draft. Trey Lance, Zach Wilson, Mitch Trubisky. Just saying. Sam Darnold. Just saying. That number two spot sucks, Doug. Yeah. CJ Stroud. True. Oh, fucking CJ, you're dead. All right, guys, I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up with that. That was a fantasy overreaction for week one. That's a lot for everybody. If you guys, uh, if you guys like it or if you guys hate it, hit us up. 